Father and our God, we thank you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ as we bow prostrate before your presence, confessing that we are wrong and you are right. We are weak, but thou art strong. And even at our best, we are faithless, but thou art faithful. As we come as empty vessels before full fountain, we pray you would fill us with your power, presence, and peace. Bless every home under the sound of my voice. Bind the enemy in the name of Jesus. And, oh God, we pray that you would speak to our hearts this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. If you see it, church, say amen. amen. Let's give our choir a hand clap. Come on now. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. And all that's within me. Bless his holy and everlasting name. As you and I spend time in God's word. The word is designed to increase your faith, to adjust your focus, and to give you the strength of fortitude. That word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against. John, the apostle, who laid his head on Jesus' bosom, and the Bible keeps saying that Jesus loved John. He loved John. It was John who outran Peter to the tomb, but wouldn't go in. Peter just went on in. John Sons of Zebedee, John, James, and Peter was the inner circle of disciples. And John wrote St. John, 1st, 2nd, 3rd John, and Revelation. It was John that was caught up to the third heaven. And when John got into the third heaven, John started recording what the Spirit told him to write. Hmm. It mystifies me that, and this is why you got to read your Bible over and over. It mystifies me that after the tribulation period and after the Battle of Armageddon, that the books were open and. Uh, the Bible says that after the Antichrist and false prophet was thrown into the lake of fire, that, listen to this, Jesus assigned a strong angel. We don't know who, what his name is. It's not Michael. It's not Michael. It's not Gabriel. But a strong angel grabbed Satan and chained him up, meaning Satan cannot defeat all the angels. There was a strong angel that said, I have your backside now. You're going down. God is awesome. Let me say that the synoptic gospels of Matthew, Mark, and Luke, synoptic comes from a word synonymous. They have certain characteristics in common about their earthly life of Jesus. But John, John, unlike Matthew, who characterizes Jesus as the Messiah, that's his whole objective. He is the Messiah by genealogy, 
by birth, by rights, by legality. He is the Messiah. And Mark, I mean Luke, presents him as the Son of Man. Mark as the servant of the Lord. But only John as God. The seven I am's, the seven miracles that only God can perform. And uh, it's in this context before I dive into my text that uh, our operative see this morning is commitment part two commitment part two and one, one of the one of the unfortunate things of this time that we live in is people are no longer committed they're not committed to the Lord they're not committed in their marriages they're not committed in their ministries, they're not committed with their money. Commitment has waned. Yeah. I remember as a little boy in the 50s, hey, mommy, I'm hungry. And the rule was, ain't nobody eating until your father gets home. First of all, thank God I had a father. Thank God he had a job. That's a whole nother sermon. But my dad would come from work, wash his hands. We sit down at the table like a family and pray together. Dinner was at six. You know, and if you didn't like what mom cooked, my mother said, you ain't hungry. There was no alternatives. Listen to pastor. I'm trying to, I'm trying to teach you something. Those rules conveyed commitment, amen, to the greater objective of a family. Praise the Lord. And, and, and the fact of the matter is, is that uh, we were committed to being in church every Sunday. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I'm a product of my upbringing. Can I get a witness? And we couldn't wear no jeans to church. We had to be in suits and dresses. In fact, I'm getting old because we couldn't even wear sneakers to school. You had to wear shoes to school. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? And every September, you got one pair of shoes and one pair of sneakers. Because my mother had six kids. They were playing, you know. My sneakers were not $300 a pair. They were, they were PF flyers off of Point Prees. In the name of Jesus. And, and if you wore your shoes out, you just put cardboard in them and hope that nobody was behind you in school going up the steps. Praise yeah. <laughs> God. You know, and, and uh, Lord have mercy. Uh, <laughs> there was a commitment. Strong commitment, not only to Christ, but, amen, even society had a sense of godliness, and we're living in a godless age. Do I have a witness? Your, 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 your position as a Christian ought not be, uh, I don't see nothing wrong with that. We don't want to hear about that. What does the Bible say? What does God have to say? It's not about your feelings. Or it's about what God has to say. Because the world's going to be judged by God's word. Can I get a witness? And, and, and so, child of God, we need to kind of get our heads on straight with this thing about the word of God. Anyway, John, John was depicting some interesting information concerning the death of Christ because Jesus instigated his own death. I don't know if you know that. He would not allow, he could not allow the Jews to kill him because their way of killing was the stone of death. He had to have a Roman crucifixion where the shedding of blood would take place, where he was suspended between earth and heaven. Are y'all praying with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and he instigated his own death. Paula said, I find no fault in him. He couldn't have that. 
And so him and Pilate, you know, they kept talking. But when you look at this scenario, there was the triumphal entry that we celebrate around Easter time. And, and when Jesus rode into Jerusalem on a donkey, not a white horse. The Messiah is supposed to come back on the white horse. Jesus drove in on a donkey, which symbolizes humility. Can I get a witness? And he didn't come to take the Roman uh, nation over. He came to present himself for the last time to the Jews. And they laid down branches, you know, what we call, uh, uh, you know, Palm Sunday and said, uh, Hosanna, Hosanna, which means blessed is he that come in the name of the Lord. And then two weeks later, they said, crucify him. Because, listen to me, he did not give them what they wanted. The temperature of church folk today is that if God is not bringing what you want, you don't want no parts of them. Somebody got to preach it. Fact of the matter is, is that God's plan is greater than our plan. God's word is greater than our word. Can I get a witness? And, and, and so they rejected him. And as a result, listen to this, as a result, he, chapter 17, did the high priestly prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane as he crossed the brook Kidron and him and his disciples, and he told them to stay awake. He prayed to sweat like drops of blood fell off his brow, and then Judas had betrayed him and brought Jewish soldiers, and they said, who is Jesus? He said, I am he. They fell back. Remember that? And then they asked again. He said, I told you, I'm Jesus. You want me? Let these others go. That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, he lost none. Right. Are y'all with me? Are y'all with me in this? And, and, and they, uh, they led him away. And during all of this, we see true commitment. If you ever want a running definition of commitment, look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. That is, commitment or committed people are free from departure. Let me stop Paul's apart. When I'm committed, really committed, you don't have to worry about me going anywhere. I don't care how hard things get, how heavy things get. There's no departure when I'm committed to the greater cause. I'm committed to the Lord. I'm committed to my wife. I'm committed to my kids. I'm committed to the church in that order. I'm not committed to the church in, in, in front of my family. I'm committed to Christ first. When I got saved, the Lord sat me down and said, boy, things that you used to be committed to has got to go if you're going to be committed to me. Come on now. You can't hold everything together your friends, your fraternities, your sororities. I'm going to say it loud, Doc. Because I'm saved and I'm proud. I mean, you know, I'm, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't. You can't be committed to everything and everybody. There's got to be some priority in your life. We are gathered here together. In the sight of God and all these people. Amen. To bring together this man and woman in holy, it used to be holy, matrimony. Mm. If anybody can show just cause, if there's any impediment, speak now or forever hold your peace. As you will appear before God. It's tight. Do you take this man with all his flaws? He got some flaws. He got, he got flaws you don't even know about. Baby, don't start leaving the church now. 
do, do you take this man to be your lawful wedded husband? I do. To have and to hold in sickness and in health. Thank you, Sister Gordon, for the Benadryl. <laughs> Forsaking all others. You don't even know the vows you took. Them politicians in Washington took vows, ain't even keeping them. They ought to be locked up. I vowed to support the constitution of this country. It's tight. You know who hears every vow? God. To love them above all others. Hmm. Hmm. That is, that is, true commitment knows no departure. True, true commitment, and I'm, there are biblical reasons why you ought to depart. I'm not getting into that. True commitment uh, is fastened by a dedication. True commitment mm. helps us to finish this race with a determination. Committed people uh, are people, yeah, who have already navigated through their feelings. Your feelings are false measurements for happiness. Amen. Hmm. They've already navigated through those feelings and they desire to be faithful. Biblical commitment is a submission to another person. It's a surrender for another person and is being still in times of suffering until help comes for the sufferer. When we look at this thing called commitment, and, and, and I have not always been committed. When, when I say always, I'm talking about during my life. Not always been committed. But commitment is something that God teaches us as we grow in him. And when God is first, me giving God 10% means nothing. I used to set up bars. I used to go in the clubs with three and $400. Y'all ain't getting this? Yes, sir. I, I mean, once I'm committed to him, everything else is easy. Can I get a witness? And I can be, I can be my own man. So when you say, well, you know, hey, do you know, do you know Marcus? I can say, yeah, Marcus is a good brother. Well, I don't like him. Well, that's your opinion. I ain't got to agree with you. I got a mind of my own. Can I get a witness? I'm not forced to agree with you. You got other problems. The, the fact of the matter is, is that um, commitment teaches you how to be still. Three different definitions in the Greek. Bestuo is the first Greek word. It's an adjective. And bestuo... Uh, is deep because it means to be committed to another. Committed to another. Committed to another. A second word is prasso, P-R-A-S-S-O. It means to do or practice. And the third is a long word, orgasmai, to work. Work. 
to perfect something, work to pull something together. Are you with me? See, the problem is we think we're committed and we're not. Satan can buy you out. Satan can put other things on your heart that's meaningful to you to attack the authenticity of what God says is a mandate. Lord have mercy. Hmm. I thank I thank my wife I thank my lovely wife for thirty two years of ministry and marriage. Praise the name of Jesus. And 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 every every time we get in trouble, it no, every time we get in trouble, it's not all sister Gordon. I was at 95% this morning. Let me go down to 60%. (laughs) Oh, no, she a fighter. She a fighter. She a fighter. (sighs) But but I thank God for my lovely wife. Thank you, baby. Thank you. Unfold your arms. Unfold your arms. Oh, praise the name of Jesus. Good girl. Good girl. She don't even snore loud. Good girl, lover, praise the Lord. Now, 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 here's the thing I want you to, to understand. We're talking about people that are not committed to anything but themselves. They have a major problem. Because by definition, Poole, I said, Commitment is to another. Commitment is work. Yeah. Commitment is practicing. This thing called commitment. Lord, have mercy. Hmm. I keep telling you, my dad taught me, my mom and dad raised us certain ways, but my dad taught me integrity because we was playing in the streets of South Philly, and I, I must have been 11, 12, and I found this wallet about a block from my house and had six dollars in there. I was rich. I was going around to the pinball machine. Y'all know what I'm talking about. And my dad said, where'd you get this from? And I said, I found it. And he said, well, it's not yours. And I said, finders keepers. This is street talk. Losers weepers. My dad took $6 out of his pocket, put it back in the wallet, marched me around the lady's house, rang the bell, and said, I'm sorry, mister, does this belong to you? And she said, oh, thank you, thank you. And I'm sitting there going, I was like, I was like Sanford, dummy. <laughs> this, is, this is real dumb, this is real dumb. But I never forgot that. He was a model. I'm preaching, man. He modeled in front of me integrity. Do, do y'all understand what I'm saying? And, 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 and it stuck with me the rest of my life. Here in the text, commitment demands a mindset of submission. And this is why a lot of us can't be committed because we're not submissive. We're not submissive to anybody, me, myself, and I. Hmm. The fact of the matter is, this submissiveness is a focus, according to Philippians 2, it was read in your hearing, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Now, you got to understand the mind he had. He was 100% man, 100% God, hypostatic union, all man, all God, perfect man, perfect God. No chance of him sinning. Satan tempting Jesus was like throwing a match in the Atlantic Ocean. Because James says that every man sins when he's drawn away of his own lusts. There was no lust in Jesus. He had no sin nature. Are y'all with me? I'm trying to give you some deep theology here. Uh, that, that is, child of God, uh, the mindset of Jesus, and it goes on and says, Who, being in the form, morphe, of God, 
Forty, not robbery, to be equal with God, instead made, here comes, himself of no reputation. Now, 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 that's, that's, a, that's, that's the English, that's the English rendering. It's kind of difficult. Here's what it means. Having all the attributes of God the Father, God the Holy Spirit, having all the power, the omniscience, the omnipresence, the omnipotence, having all the power of God the Father, he did not need to prove who he was. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Ah, he had no need to solicit prerogatives. Mm, and he's God. The reason some of us get in trouble is because we need notoriety, we need recognition. We need somebody patting us on the back. We need somebody complimenting us. And your problem is you need to go to counseling because you got an empty spot in your life. When I'm secure in Christ and I'm secure in myself, Sister Higgs, I don't need you doing all that to me. I am whom I am by the grace of God. I'm secure within myself. Do I have what now? There's nothing wrong with people complimenting you. There's nothing wrong with people saying thank you. Nothing wrong with that. But Jesus, 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 the, the mindset of Jesus is I'm equal with God, but I don't need no prerogatives shown. I don't need a pat on the back. I don't need attention. I, I don't need to be in your choice conversations. I don't need to know that everybody likes me. My mother told me years ago, if they talked about Jesus, they're going to talk about you. And once you make yourself open to those traps, you're a slave. You're not free. You're not free. I only have to agree with you. You ain't got to agree with me. We fine. We fine. I was I was sharing, uh, you know, and God bless her, my 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 baby girl. She will always be my baby girl. I don't care how old she gets. She's my baby girl. Twenty four years old, my baby. That's my baby. I called her last week. I said, "Hey, baby, how you? Doing? Where you? I'm at Buckingham Palace. You where? They just killed the ISIS leader, and you in London?" What's wrong with you? And then she, the next day, Dad, I'm in Paris. I said, what's wrong with you? I ain't give a dime. She, she on her own. So I kept questioning her and fussing at her. And finally she said, Dad, I love you, but I'm grown. Now, I'm getting ticked off now. Because this stuff sounds disrespectful. I didn't buy no ticket, but it still sounds disrespectful. You ain't supposed to do what you want to do, go where you want to go. You should have called me and talked to me. You know, and, and the kids just like us, we can't stand them. And anyway, love of the death. And the Lord spoke to me and said, where were you at 24? I said, Lord, don't ask. I was in the military, but only God knows. Only God knows. Wayne Jones, we went to uh, Kansas City, Missouri for the Congress, and I'm in Kansas City, Missouri. I was stationed there two years back in uh, 72, 73, and then I went on to Andrews Air Force Base. So 60,000 troops on the base. So I'm, I'm there at the convention. I'm a vice president. The lady said, Dr. Gordon, uh, you ever been to Kansas City? I said, oh, yeah, I was here two years. I know the city well. She said, oh, really? And she talking loud. What church did you go to? I said, I was going to hell. <laughs> ah, doesn't God give us the reflective power to look back and to see things 
and, and, and the things we see, Leroy, defines grace that much more. When we look back, we wonder how we got over. When we look back, we thank the Lord that he's merciful. When we look back, we can wave, wave our hands in the air because there is a good, forgiving, merciful, a bountiful God. I'm not here because I was good. I'm here because God was good. Can I get a witness? I'm not here because I just came. I'm here because God called me out of darkness. He, he, the focus is, uh, he's equal with God, but demands no prerogative. And, and see, once you get into this faith walk, you stop reaching for things. You stop reaching for things. I was asked by several people, Gordon, are you interested in these other positions? Because you've been a vice president for 10 years. We want to, and here's, this was my answer. I don't want anything that Jesus doesn't want for me. I had to learn that. Because if Jesus ain't in it, it ain't going to work anyhow. Do I have a witness? That, that, that is, child of God, that is, uh, his focus led to his faith, his perseverance, and then his fight. Amen. That through the process of biblically fighting by faith, you learn what submission is all about. Hmm. Woke up this morning, I, I told you, the game came on 10 o'clock last night. We had to turn the clock back. I, I turned back. I, I, I watched the first quarter. I went to sleep. I was tired. I said, nah, forget it. They're going to lose anyway. And when I woke up this morning and went on my Google and found out they won, and I said, whoa! And look, listen what God said. This is the way I want you to live. Right. Leave everything in my hands. And whatever the outcome is, accept it as my will. Y'all ain't, ain't, get, ain't getting this. Y'all ain't getting this, Doc. Submission. Submission. Uh, let this mind be in use of in Christ Jesus, being the form of God, thought of not you. God made himself of no reputation and took upon him the, the form of a cross. So, 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 so in, in this cross work, Jesus already knew where he was headed. I do have a witness. That, that is, child of God, that there are going to be times when life gets tough. You can't look for the good feelings. You got to be steadfast in your faith. The same God that brought you out last time will bring you out this time. The same God that furnished a table before your enemies will furnish another table in front of your enemy. The same God that worked out your problems will work them out again. Can I get a witness? Commitment declares not only that we be submissive, but surrendered. Now, now, now you, can, you can go home and read chapters 18, 19, and 20. 20 is the resurrection 19 is the suffering and, and whatnot. 18 is when they started to lock him up. And when, and when, you, and when, you, and when you look at these scriptures, this thing about surrendered, uh, he had to first, listen to me, surrender his will. Mm. In the garden, when he was praying, Jewish soldiers came in with Judas. And they walked up to Jesus. Are you Jesus? He said, I am here. And went through that. And as they were locking Jesus up, Peter pulls out a switchblade. Now, now let's not criticize Peter. Peter's just like us. Peter's from the streets. 
Peter's from the streets. He pulled out a switchblade, and the Bible said he cut off Malchus' ear. Malchus was a priest. He cut off his ear, and the ear fell to the ground. Now, I, now I, I want to return to my pastor's preaching years ago. Jesus picked up the ear off the ground. Now, whoever heard of this? And put the ear right back in place. Every corpuscle, every blood vessel was perfectly fitted. And here's what Jesus said. Peter, put up your sword back in your sheath. Ah, listen to this. Shall I not drink the cup that the Father have asked me to drink? You, you know what blows my mind about that scripture? If Jesus can pick an ear up and smack it back on in place... Do you really think he was concerned about them soldiers? Do you really think he was concerned about his arrest and crucifixion? If he has the power to fix a cut off ear, Lord have mercy. If he has the power, if he has the power, and, 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 and this is why you need a Bible teacher. This is why you need somebody gifted in the word so you don't get all messed up. Can I get a witness? Because Jesus was teaching some principles on the kingdom, and Jesus said, look, he said, uh, un un unless you uh, pluck your eyes out and cut your ears off, you didn't, now, now a literist will go home and be, be maimed. That's not what he was talking about. He's talking about the power of the eye, the power of the ear. You got to get power over the power. Your eyes got power to look at stuff you should not be looking at. Your ears got power to listen to stuff you should not be listening to. Oh, it's getting tied up in here. And, 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 and so, child of God, this, this whole thing of surrender is that he puts the ear back in place and says, shall I not drink the cup that the Father asked me to drink? Total submission and surrender to the will of God. There's a cup you and I got to drink. And what's in the cup ain't going to taste good. Stop thinking everything God's got for you is a vacation in Jamaica. There are going to be some problematic situations in life. Are y'all are you, are you with me? There, 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 there's going to be some trouble that's going to come your way that's going to shake your base. But God said, listen, and we know that all things, God is on top of it. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. And the reason you need the faith and the focus and the fortitude is because when, 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 when that trouble comes in, most of the time, it's God allowing the trouble to come in. And, and, and when he allows the trouble to come in, it's because he's trying to do something with you. He's trying to increase your faith. He's trying to match... <laughs> He's trying to match up what you preach and what you practice. You know what's wrong with preachers? They don't believe what they preach. So they preach in the unadulterated word of God, but yet they, they get involved with adultery and stealing money and gossiping and tearing people down, and they don't know that same God they're preaching about is coming back. They don't understand that. Preaching don't make you privileged. Preaching holds you responsible. Do I have a witness? That, that is, he, he surrenders to the will, wisdom, and word of God. No, 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 no. Let me tell you something. So they take him to Annas, the priest, high priest. Then they take him to Caiaphas. And when he's in front of Caiaphas... Caiaphas is a Roman official. And Caiaphas says, no, Pilate is a Roman official. Caiaphas sends him to Pilate. And Pilate says, uh, are you the king of the Jews? He said, I am. And, uh, 
He said, well, why don't you speak up? Don't you know that I have the power to release you? And Jesus looked up and said, you don't have no power. What, whatever power you have, my father gave it, there it, is, there it is. to you. He only gave it for this moment. I have power. Y'all ain't getting this. Y'all ain't getting this theologically. I have power to lay my life down. Now, now wait a minute. Let me stop Paul's apart. Jesus had to exercise power just to die. Lord, have mercy. I got power to lay my... They put him on the cross at 9 in the morning on Good Friday. Well, why is it good? Because we were redeemed. Can I get a witness? They, they, look, look, they put him on the cross at, uh, uh, yeah, 9 o'clock in the morning, took him down at 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock, he dropped his head and the locks of his shoulders, and he died. And the Jews were religious. They said, get him down from the cross before 6 o'clock because 6 o'clock starts the Sabbath, 12-hour intervals. It starts the Sabbath. We can't have a dead man on the cross on the Sabbath, but he's Lord. Get him down and put him in the borrowed tomb of Arimathea. Joseph got together with Arimathea. Put him in the borrowed tomb. That's how blind they were. He, he surrendered. Ah, let me go back to submit and surrender. He humbled himself. The word humble doesn't mean to have a corny looking suit on. Put your head down in your chest and keep quiet. That ain't humility. Humility is to empty out your rights. Mm. He humbled. He emptied out all his rights and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore, God has highly exalted him and given him. Yo, excuse me. Because I know you don't understand what I'm about to say. And giving him a name. Which is above every name. It's written on the wall. Remember that, Sister Hicks? It's written on the wall. Wait, wait a minute. I thought Jesus was Lord. He is. How can God give him a name which is above every name? Because in eternity past, he was Logos. He had to earn the name Jesus. It means to save your people. He's given him a new name, which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, not Buddha, not Muhammad. Oh, I'm preaching up in this place. Every knee shall bow. You bow down and bow later. Every tongue shall confess. That Jesus, not, not, not Logos, that Jesus is Lord. Kurios. Well, what does Kurios mean, Lord? Well, what kind of Lord is he? He's creative God. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and all things were made by Him. And without Him was not anything made that was made. And in Him is life, and that life is the light of men. And He's the Lamb of God. He's the ladder to God. He's the liberator of God. Do I have a witness up in this place? And at the name of Jesus... He wasn't Jesus in Mary's womb. He wasn't Jesus in eternity past. He was the Logos. Do I have a witness? This thing is getting tight. He surrendered his rights. And so when he finished with Pilate, they led him off to Golgotha, the payment, the cross. And he's carrying his cross. And one gospel says that a man showed up in town 
And they asked, and they accustomed him to help carry the cross. Simeon, yeah. And when he got to Golgotha, they nailed his hands, and they nailed his feet. And he didn't rumble a single word because he was submitted. And he was surrendered. And when you're submitted and surrendered and suffering comes, you learn to just keep quiet and be still and know that God is God. Uh, do I have a witness? And the Bible says that they ran around the cross with two malefactors and they mocked him. He delivered others, but he cannot deliver himself. Let something happen to you or me. You'll have mockers to say, yeah, he preached all that stuff now. Uh-huh. Now we're going to find out what he really believes. No, you ain't going to find out what I really believe. Because when I start going down, the spirit brings me up. The spirit will, yeah, make a way out of no way. Can I get a witness? The Spirit said, he'll never leave me nor forsake me. There's healing in his wings. Uh, didn't the Bible say that? Weeping may endure for a night, but joy will, yeah, come in the morning. And when I'm crying at night, there's a song in the night that the Lord will send to you. Won't he send you a song? Blessed assurance. Jesus is mine. <laughs> with a foretaste of glory divine. I'm an heir of salvation, purchased of God, born of his spirit, washed in his blood. This is my story. This is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. Won't God send you a song? He'll send you a song. When you're going through pure hell, he'll send you a song. Can I get it? Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. They mocked him. They mocked him. They mocked him. And at 3 o'clock, he dropped his head in the locks of his shoulders, and he died. Didn't he die? He died till the sun stopped shining. He died till the earth stopped reeling and rocking. He died till a Roman centurion said, surely this was the son of God. Can I get a witness? But early on Sunday morning, the Bible says he got up. Didn't he get up? He didn't roll the stone away so the disciples could get in. He, rolled, he, he didn't roll the stone away so he could get out. Uh, the angels rolled the stone away so they could get in. Can I get a witness? And the Bible says he got up with all power in his hands. Do I have a witness? Life for, listen to this. I thought he had all power. Uh, no, he shared power. That's when God the Father and God the Holy Spirit said, you are now the new representative of the Godhead. Uh, if they worship you, they're worshiping us. Can I get a witness? Hang in there with Pastor. I'm trying to teach you some theology. Can I get a witness? And then Mary Magdalene, the prostitute that had eight demons, grabbed him and clutched him. He said, clutch me not, Mary. I got to go to the heavenly sanctuary. I got to present myself. But well, wait a minute. You got to go back to the Exodus tabernacle. Can I get a witness? What do you mean you got to present yourself? Well, when the great high priest took blood in a basin and sprinkled the blood seven times, around the mercy seat. 
the lid would shut. It would only shut and God would say, your sins are forgiven for one more year. Can I get a witness? But this man, Hebrews chapter 10, after he offered one sacrifice forever, I said forever, I said forever, sat down on the right hand side of God. Do I have a witness? So Jesus went to heaven with blood in his hands, blood on his feet, and he presented his blood. Can I get a witness? But since he's God, he's not only the presenter, he's the receiver. He received what he already presented and said, it is finished. It is done. Can I get a witness? They are justified through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Well, if I'm committed, I got to be submissive. If I'm committed, uh, I gotta, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. If I'm committed, I gotta be steadfast. Can I get a witness? If I'm committed, you can't move me away with social media. If I'm committed, you can't put another priority on my list because I'm living for Christ. Can I get a witness? And he's first and everything else is last. Children, get back because you're not first. The Lord is first. Husband, get back. You're not first because he's first. Wife, get back. You're not first because he's first. If you seek ye first the kingdom of God, everything else will be added unto you. Do I have a witness? It's the glue that leads the glory. Do I have a witness? Raymond Gordon, you don't need to fight politics. I am your politic. Can I get a witness? Raymond Gordon, you don't need to fight for civil rights. I got all your rights. Raymond Gordon, I am your joy. Raymond Gordon, I am your upbringer. I'm your maker. I'm your ministry. I'm your mandate. I'm marvelous. Can I get a witness? All you got to do is please me. And I'll make sure everything else is all right. All you got to do is praise me. And I'll send help from the heavenly sanctuary. Can I get a witness? Don't come in my house late. Don't come in my house uh, with no passion. You ought to come in here. When I think about, I'm coming in now. The goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me. My soul cries out, hallelujah. I'm going to praise him. I'm going to praise him. I'm going to praise him. He's worthy. Anywhere then, he's worthy. Anywhere then, he's worthy to be praised. If you screamed out, Happy New Year, you can say, Praise Jesus. Can I get a witness? If you said, This liquor's mighty good, you can say, Praise Jesus. If you hit the lottery and said, I'm lucky, then you can praise Jesus. Let everything, everything that have breath, praise. I said praise. I said praise. I dare you to praise him. I dare you to magnify him. I dare you to glorify him. I dare you to be submissive. I dare you to be steadfast. I dare you to be unmovable. I dare you to be always abounding in the work of the Lord for your labor is not in vain say yeah say yeah my God is a mighty good God my God
He's able. I said he's able. He's able. He's able to do far exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you ask or think to the only wise God, our Savior. Praise is comely to the saints. Let's stay on our feet. Let's stay on our feet. The glue that glorifies commitment. As every head's bowed, your eyes closed. If you're here this morning, you want to be saved. Jesus died for your sins, was buried, and rose again. He's the Son of God and God the Son. You got to, by faith, ask him into your life. If you want to be saved, raise your hand. Is there one? Is there one? Or perhaps you want to join a church in the Christian experience. Is there one? Is there one? You may be seated. If you're not saved, do not partake in this supper.